Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to the All Talk Car Podcast. We're back at Collector, Collector we're, Cafe. The door's open for us. We're back, just like Arnie. <laughs> Arnie Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Is he the man? Is he man somewhere, isn't he? Happy well, Easter, everyone. They've changed the cars around here, Happy Easter. Yeah, it's been six months since we've been here. Is it? Welcome, it welcome back, guys. Good to have you here. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I am the uh, person yeah. who actually <laughs> frequents the most. So we've got Chris here. Chris over Way back, always. episode three. Episode three. We're talking about Collector and Cuban, the Cuban cars. and Weddings. Yeah, yeah right. but today we've got some rum. We're we'll getting into some rum. So uh, Chris brought some rum and Good poured our Chris. glasses. This place uh, gets cooler and cooler every time we come in. Yeah, it's nice. And we've also got Peter Ed, straight from London. Good evening, sir. Escaping Brexit. Yeah. So we're back in Collector, and uh, we, I mean, the, they have sold some cars because all these cars look new, newer. In actual fact, the market's picked up considerably since uh, since the um, late 2018. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Especially the um, the 10 to 30 grand bracket. Yep. Yep. That's um, people are sort of sick of hearing about property prices plummeting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They want to indulge themselves, so they're going for it. And right, and right That's in the cool. doorway is a, is that a five twenty? That's a five twenty eight. And Books, that was the whole lot as as one on sale of the century. That is the sale of century car. What do you mean the right. car? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the one that was represented back back in those days. That was the model. What are you talking about? When I watched sale of the century, it was a Holton Commodore. No, no, that was after. <laughs> it was Halil's car. Yeah, that, I mean, no, sorry, you can just me. Commodore's name. Um, the Tony Barber. Tony, Tony, Tony Barber. Tony Barber. Is he still around? Yeah, right? Probably. Uh, Pitt Street, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll give him a call. We'll give him a call. Tony <laughs> Barber. Remember that? Seventy yeah. cars he stole off the stage. We were talking about it the other day, and we've kind of gone off topic already. We're talking about Hey Hey it's Saturday. Do you remember oh, Saturday yeah. nights? Great, was just, great yeah. um, what, comedy. Because I was great trying to explain comedy. to my kids, like Dickie Nee would come up and be a little smartass. Yeah. yeah. You, you probably Saturday wouldn't pass the grade now. Not now, but I said, stop being like Dickie Nee. Pop up. Daryl Summers, yeah, great, right, great yeah. comedic comedy. I remember when, when I was young, Daryl Summers had a uh, 450 SLC. Wow, the hard coupe. That was the yeah. car he yeah, had. Yeah, that was a big, Who was that? Big Darryl gangster's Summers, car. 450 SLC. 450 SLC. When you're the SL was the, the convertible, the SLC was the coupe. Let's see the coupe. Ooh. Yes. So when you're an 80s celebrity. Big 450 V8. What colour? Gold. It was like a mint green or something. Mint green? Yeah, 80s. Very cool car. You can tell now we're a collector because the... Uh, Hello, did you ring the airport to shut the planes down? No, they, 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 they could not do that. <laughs> Guys, this place is all about engines. That's part of the atmosphere. Yeah. We have them fly over specifically over, over this path. So we've got a 5 Series oh. Beamer. Yep. We've got a HSV GDO, which I've actually driven. You have driven? That's, you know a, that that's a beast of a car, that one. It's, uh, which one? The GDO HSV, the Holden Monaro with an HSV. What's the size of the engine on that? Four twenty-seven. It's a it's a five point seven, isn't it? Or is that that's not a six six liter? Is that a series no. one? That is very similar to the one that the that bloke drove. The, that, the one that, that was being auctioned off. Remember, they took it out. The guy took it out for a spin. Then I was telling you the story a couple of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've, I have I had that for a car. It's a, it's a heavy clutch. It's a typical V eight Holden with you know. A, Gearbox the size of a tractor gearbox. Ryan, we'll talk about the new Holden in a minute. There's a must. There's yeah, a couple of Porsches. Howard and Ross put their put deposits down the flat nose 911 back there with a pop-up. They gave the deposit. Not a factory. Not a factory. Oh, it's not flat a factory. Nose. No, oh, they only that's... they were made to order the flat noses back then. They were called yeah. flat back. Talk about the large gearbox, the Jensen. You know, the Jensen with a big round. Back. Yeah, 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 yeah. The interceptor. That that had a truck, a gearbox. In it. Oh, did have it? Yeah. Bell yeah. housing in the front of that. There was no room for your legs. Bell housing was enormous. Into was it the, the Jensen Interceptor? Right? Yes, That's yes right. yeah. In Fast and the Furious Six or Fast and the Furious Seven, it came back. They 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 hot rodded one. 
Yeah, and they've started to become a little bit popular. And they, they, they were a four by four, weren't they? That was an all. No, 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 real drive. It was no. a um, American power plant. Uh, English. I think uh, three five one. Yeah, they, they, were, they had this car rear wheel drive. Yeah, Buick Riviera came after that was front wheel drive. Yeah, that's right. And Cadillacs were front wheel drive after '66. Really? I've got the last rear-wheel drive Cadillac. They eight-liter front-wheel drive. Eight-liter. Eight-liter no. front-wheel drive. They were amazing going into hot corners. <laughs> <laughs> into, the front, into the front of someone's uh, into, hot kitchen. Into the front of someone's <laughs> yeah. Straight. Send it. So just talk to me about the slant. And I said, if you want it, what was the appeal? Back in those days, what was the appeal of it? Like, well, I guess because it was Ferrari had a very pointed nose at that time in the seventies with the three hundred eight and the three hundred two eight GDSs. So Porsche wanted to sort of appeal to a market and uh, they'd pop up lights pop up lights could have bought an MX-5 the Porsche um, RX-7 they, they didn't they, didn't, they didn't have it as a production model it had to be a, an order for the factory oh. and many people in particular in the US would um, make up kits for it do you know how many were sold in Australia? zero none eh? none well, it's the, the pop up lights so it wasn't a no, f- official factory. factory no no, no, no official no. and then you had your fiberglass kits and steel I think is that a steel one? that is not a steel one no? nope it felt pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did hit it a few times. No. And then you've got, uh, in front of that, you've rust. got an American oh, oh, imported. <laughs> We're trying to record. How's it looked on the front door? We've got a, 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 a Professionals. Um, pre-964-911. It's a, it's a, it's a late, uh, mid-80s convertible. Which one's that? The red, that's the, the right, the, that's the left-hand drive black one. Oh, that's how you can plot next. You get the black one, I'll get the red one. Oh, the left hand drive. We can talk about that. We can talk at the lights next to each other. And in the rear, we've got an M3 um, E46. That's a car. That's a great car. If that car was in manual? It would be great, but you know that's the um, that's the, the initial the, uh, all, the original SMG. Oh, no, the oh, no, no, Hal had the original. No, no, I had the original. We're, yeah, we're changes gears. You got to take that was an E36. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the original one, the stupid manual gearbox. A, a good mate of mine's got an E46 M3 convertible, very similar to that in Ooh. grey. It's almost three hundred thousand k's on it. I was running the other night. I go, mate, you still got the M3? He goes, yeah. I said gearbox, no problems with it. Was, Just yeah. Service it. That was every five thousand. You know. Yeah. And Pete, Peter, I know you'd appeal to this car. We've got a fair lady Dats in the back, mate. Is I that, know what that is. I thought it was some English car. No, no, no. That is, uh, that's one of the first Japanese. If I got in that, there'd be no room for a passenger. <laughs> yeah. That'd be the. There'd be no room for a steering first, wheel if first. I got in that. Right, so what we're going to do is we're going to put Pete in that, take a photo, and put it on Instagram oh, and the Facebook. Fair lady. No, I don't want that. It's, it's probably on consignment. Yeah. Some poor bloke is, owns that. It's his yeah, pride of joy. Fair lady. The, the fair. 2000 that came out after it was much better. But yes. They were trying for copies. They tried to. Oh, knock, okay. Yeah, the Japanese are taking the market. TR4, TR6. And actually, Pete, you um, you um, yeah, actually, Pete was um, had his hand in building these cars in Australia at BMC. Was it BMC? I was gonna say, what's your case? I worked worked BMC in British Leyland on MGPs. Yep. On production line, and I was a I was a specialist. I did. I worked every station. We built six cars a day, and at lunchtime, from start to finish. Start to finish, they put the body on one end, hand hand pulled rails all the way around to the end. And we lift them off and turn it around, put drop the engine in. Very simple to build. It's a little Lego. You got an instruction manual. Go back. Go back to page six. You got a clue. They're, they're so power. simple. The only the only hard part of building those was putting the windscreen in because they've got these two big pins that go down either side, right, with two holes in them and bolt into the body. Yeah. And they don't never lined up. So we used to have to bash them with a rubber mallet. We broke one quality minimum of one yeah. windscreen a day, just bashing them to try. And there was a guy lying down on inside trying to get the bolt in as soon as they 
bashed it. Boom. And that you was know. in Alexandria, right, Peter? And was there any room for the rubber to go around? Is that what made them? Basically, oh, like Peter did not make the flat packs. We, 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 <laughs> nothing we, we put them in first, yeah, right? and then we squirted all the all the silicon around underneath the rubber, yeah. and then bash them into place, and then, and then put those oh, bolts. Like these two bolts go through each of the pins. There was never any recalls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, at lunchtime, there was never any windscreen. The, the canteen was a long way away, so we'd all get in the car and drive it to the canteen. No, back. Yeah. someone <laughs> just didn't have a, didn't have the speed over there. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where the story came from. This guy every day, security get through the gates. They didn't want to nick any parts. Every day this guy would go through, and he, he said, "I want some sand." So he would get some sand and put them in the wheelbarrow. And go every day. He was taking the sand out, you know, and then they found out he was nicking wheelbarrows. Ah, <laughs> you were nicking cars. <laughs> Didn't you guys drive to lunch? No, I didn't drive to lunch. And when they when they built the the Leyland, um, P seventy six, we could fit a forty four gallon drum in the back. And the reason the reason why they did that is because the guy was knocking off forty four gallon drums every day. <laughs> uh, but back serious question, right? Why would they make a car to fit a foot? What, what, what because it showed that you had boot space. Yeah, that's right. Lots of luggage. For the sport version. Oh, so they weren't actually carrying on made a good 40-40. No, no. no they showed the, the capacity. Okay. Uh, and for South Australia, they had a lot of yeah. dead people that could yeah. fit oh, in exactly. there. Oh, it was drunk. They, they had the a drum. hot version of that car, a P76. Was it two day? Yeah. Force 8, wasn't it? Yeah, something. Yeah. I'm struggling to remember the name of it. But it was like the GTO version. Of the P76. So I, very I, rare and very expensive. Well, I was um, a back scout. Then now? Back then. Yeah, back really? then. Now yeah. it's very expensive. I was, a, a scout back, I was a scout used, back then. They used to ship them from here to, to the UK. I was a scout back then. It was the first car they did over 100 miles an hour. It, it claimed 105, and I remember down the straight we were P76. taking in P76. My dad picked me up in one of those, an orange one. Oh, wow. That that, that, you know how much money that's worth today? No. That would be, we would sell that a thousand times over. One of the teachers at school, he was a P76 collector, and every day he'd come to school in an old P76. Like, These are These things are disgusting. Horrible. He was ahead of his time. Do you think? Cross? Oh, my God. P76. Anyway. There you go. Easter? Oh, Everyone had a good Easter break. Wonderful Easter break. Yeah. The, the best Fantastic. Easter weather ever. And today, I bumped East, into, we bumped into Ross at Easter my show. Son, my, oh, son, there you go. my son turns around and he goes, there's podcast Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Here he is, Dad. So we're at the Easter show. Uh, it was horrendous. We had a good, good deal today. The kids had their own money. Oh, did So you? that way the kids got to spend their own money on show bags. There you go. They could burn it, burn it all in one go. Well, I went to the show bag hall with my kids. I've got a five-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a 12-year-old. The 12-year-old said, I'm not interested. Can I have the money? Whoa. So he, he, Bargaining he already. He siphoned 60 bucks out of my wallet because he goes, oh, they're $28 a bag. So I gave him $60. It was perfect. I didn't have to walk around anymore. And he kept it. My daughter already bought one, and my other son had already bought one. They turned around and went, Dad, will take the cash. <laughs> cash, cash, I'm out of here. No, I, took, I took a four-year-old and a three-year-old. Oh, we no, did the, went, yeah, we did the evening, uh, the evening run because you know not not too keen on seeing uh, livestock. So <laughs> we went post four o'clock, which is really nice because all the lights and you know yeah, colours and everything. So good for little kids. Yeah, we just got to sort of late, the early did fireworks, nine o'clock. No, did no, they were fine. Okay. No. Had them on a I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm glad to hear, guys, that the institution of the year show is still going strong. You, all three of you took your family. That's yeah. great. No, it's good. I, know I was forced to go. My oh, wife sorry. made me go. I didn't want to go. I, I <laughs> went <laughs> to, yeah, I had to help. He was a chaperone. As I've got older children now, I don't uh, frequent that as much. So. He was like, but, but we were, still, yeah. we were all, like, we talked 
I grew up, I've got three sisters, we grew up, the Moore Park show was always great and whatever. But I think it was just because the memories of the Moore Park show, because when we were kids, the kids still today love the show. Oh, they love it. They it's love the, the same show. formula. Moore Park, when it was, yeah. when it was situated yeah, over there, yeah, that was a wonderful... It's, it's the same formula. The parents get ripped. You know, they, they, um, yeah. Yeah. everything costs... But it was interesting. Well, the free refill station for the water today, sorry, yes. I was jumping in, wasn't, wasn't working, but there was a little Coke stand next to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> refill station, sorry, unavailable, but you can buy, yeah, you can buy, buy a Coke for five When we were kids, we had a pet goat. A pet goat. And I saw the pet goat. That would have been, of course, uh, throated. It, it, it passed away. I saw it lying down with a lot of flies. With something through its ass and its... I was traumatised. Oh, no, no, I was traumatised. And Dad put this goat in the back of an S-Class in the 70s. and Not the back of the P-70s. No, no, I took it to the vet. And they came back and told us that the Easter show had taken our goat. Ooh. So every year our parents would take us to the Easter show to, to see, see our your goat. goat again. <laughs> and I admitted at 18 years of age that... It I, wasn't. I knew about the goat. They used to take us every year. That was traumatic, Pete. No one yeah. I can just My dad had a similar story, and he had a he had a pet duck or turtle or something like that. And, and my grandmother, she's not around anymore, but she was hard. Like she was straight to the point. And he came home. He was really upset. And, and you know, his dad said, "Don't worry. You know, it's just it's just lost. It's missing." She goes, "No, it's not. It's on the table. <laughs> <laughs> We're eating it for dinner." <laughs> Love, that, love those old European families. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing was sacred. My, my, bro, my brother, when we were little, right? <laughs> well, my, my brother last week. <laughs> my, my dad, um, dad trimmed the wings on a pigeon, right? <laughs> what? Right, so it doesn't fly away, right? So what did my brother do? Because he was upset because he loved that pigeon and it couldn't fly anymore. What did he do? He went and trimmed all the sleeves on his suit jackets. And that's what started the safari oh suit. <laughs> Uber Eats, I love it. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. So, so we've seen an uptake in um, not just Car Soul, but also our new um, storage facility. So Collectors expanded? Yes, we have. And you now have a? A storage, storage facility, facility in Annandale. How Address. much that? So for all those husbands out there that have got cars that the wives don't know. and you, There may be a few of those there, yes. And how much is it per month? It's two fifty a month. And if you get a receipt, it's 25 per month? For can I get a receipt so I can show my wife it's 25, 25 a month? Sorry, I'm just, I don't indulge in that sort of activity. We, I'm it's $10 great. extra. It's, for, it's $10. So it's 35 <laughs> yeah, 35 a month. 35 for the invoice. And, and the 10's cash. <laughs> so many cars. Uh, can we can fit... With um, a couple of stackers, up to 65 cars. Wow. Yeah, so it's quite a big space. Hey, Ross, yep. you okay. halves it. How, How about me and you go halves in a stacker <laughs> and we only pay 250 That's it. Well, it's only $25, what are you talking about? They're, they're all covered. Uh, you get a, you get a, um, a cover and uh, we trickle charge them as well. Okay. Security, back-to-base alarms, the whole security. Now, if I, is it like a boat? Like if I need to take it out, I can call you. And you you can, can call us, 24 hours notice, we'll be there. Ooh, that's good. Yes. I've got a question with that. With insurance, especially classic and muscle cars, the question I've always had from the, the insurance company has been, is the car locked up with a door garage, in a garage? And I've said to them, well, it is, where my car is. Yeah, it's Yes, it yeah. is. It's got, you know, it's got, it's got four walls, right? Not three walls like a normal garage. And it's got a, you know, a door. And as far as they're concerned, it's as long as if someone else can access it, apart from you, it's your premium goes up. Really? Really? Yep. So, I mean, we, we, if, you're, if you've got insurance. So you've we, got to be, if we you, don't have insurance for the car per se, because they have to have their own so insurance. So they have my yeah. own insurance. Correct. Yeah. But um, because it's a, you know, proper security facility. Yeah, yeah that's right. That, uh, that helps with the rating uh, on the insurance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have your cars in there? I have none of my cars there. Do you, uh, you don't have any cars in no, there? No, I don't. <laughs> They don't fit. It takes up nine spots. Because they've got to charge you two for two Correct. for a car. I don't, get, for I don't get much of a discount being an owner. So what, what do you got currently in your fleet? 
We didn't speak about it last time. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. yeah, Chris got covered. We didn't talk about his fleet. We only spoke about his car. Well, we so. were, uh, I'm a Volkswagen aficionado, so I've got a combi, dual cap and ute combi. Unfortunately, it's a bit bastardised. It's not for the Puritans, so it's a, it has a 3.8-litre Commodore engine in it. Frankenstein. That's yeah, a bit amazing. of a Frankenstein. Yeah, I love that. That's that what pulls... I really do want to put a sticker on the back of it saying... one up the road. How do you air cool of... It's not air cooled. It's actually got a radiator underneath and a fan, electric fan. And the engine's so. at the boot, at the back? Engine's at the back, yep. Yep. Fan. No, yeah, it's, how does it work? It, it works. It, um, it's, it's got a radio. The temperature gauge goes up and you pull over. It does because it's got the original it's gearbox. It uh, when it's um, at full tilt, you know, about 120 kilometres an hour, it, the revs are quite high, so the engine warms up a little bit. I just uh, put it in neutral, and make sure. Just I... Turn the aircon on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it. See. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a real mint cool one up at uh, Lamborghini. A, a, a combi. Uh, combi. combi? Uh, you. I've got a, um, a rare 1979, which is the last year of production for Volkswagen, a Carmen convertible, and it's a triple white. Oh. So when they finish the whole... Uh, um, not the Carmen gear. Carmen not the Carmen gear. So Carmen is a body shop. Right. Gear is a design house. So the Carmen gear was an amalgamation between the two for Volkswagen. They hired Carmen and they hired gear and they made the Carmen gear. Any relation to like Ford Telstar? Yeah, well, gear? Ford gear. Gear is a styling house. Like uh, Pin and Farina, um, Bertone, they're all styling houses. Gear was a styling house in Italy. This is a Carmen, which is made, the body was made by Carmen. So you've got a Volkswagen Carmen convertible. So it's like a Beetle. A Beetle, a Beetle last white. year production, fuel injected, triple white. White roof, white interior, white body. They also made a triple black, black roof, black interior, black body. Your white one's like the pimp edition. It is. And <laughs> it's, it's, like uh, it's got fuel injection. It's, uh, it's a great fun summer car. Basically, I've also got a Type Three station wagon. Oh, wow! Yeah, that's a that's a two door two door station wagon. And catches back. Catches that fire was my off. very first. No, it doesn't catch fire often, but it does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it catches fire. That's what they're known for. <laughs> no, no, the the Beatles are well known for catching fire, and the combis because the fuel lines were. The Type Three is like the Passat wagon, isn't it? Basically, yes, but the early version. Back of in it. the day, yeah. I think I said that story. That was my very first car, by the way. That's why yeah, I had that cousin. Car. And you've still got it. I've still got no, no, no. I rebought it again, reliving my youth. The it, same car, or no? No, same. Well, no, it's not, it's not the same car. Same model. Calls Volkswagen's Porsches, by the way. One of my, unfortunately, Mr. Ed is mistaken. The nine four four Porsche was my first Porsche. Was it? No, no, it was a nine four four true Porsche. Yeah. Made the Porsche was factory. Was that the S two convertible? Correct. I remember Black that one, car. You remember that car? And then convertible was like you, you like your hair in the. Well, wind. back in those days, you know, I. I, I had like, hair. I had, I did have hair back then, um, and then I moved on to the nine. Can I say a story yes. about that S two? Yes. My brother had a workshop at the time. And Talk to me. S two. What's that? It's it's nine four four. Series two. Basically, the, it was an update of the nine four four. And um, Chris won't let anyone touch his cars. It was sort of blocking everyone else's cars. And my brother had to move a car, and I said to Chris, "Oh, can I move your car?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah." He goes, "Do you know how to drive manual?" I go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Get in the car. Go. Fuck. There's three pedals. Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I remember that incident, and I'm still scarred from that. Um, and then I've, I still moved the workshop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I moved on to a 968, which is the last incarnation of the 944 series. That is my three liter, beautiful, great, 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 great car. The the 968 Club Sport today yeah, would get you seventy to eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, the red one. That's soft. Yeah, correct. Sold immediately. And then I moved into a 993 Targa. And Mr. Ed actually owned a 993 Targa at one point as well. Engine V8, the nine two eight. Never had a nine two eight. Oh, that is the car. The nine two eight GDS, which is one just recently sold at the um, 
the Gosford auctions, as you know, that was a um, bona fide auction. No, I didn't. The cars there went for immeasurably more than they ought to have been. The yeah, S4 and the GDS, the final, which is a 5.4 litre. So the front engine Porsches were, you know, obviously an experiment for them back then. They wanted to move away from cool the 911. Car, it was. Cool it, it claimed that when you were on an autobahn, that the side wind when you pass through a massive truck would not be impacting your 300 kilometre kilometer an hour uh, drive. On the 928? On the 928, because it had beautifully rounded edges. So Porsche was experimenting with front-engine cars in the early 80s when the rest of the world was already there. Yeah, correct. Okay. <laughs> they were ahead of their time. Yeah. Porsche actually... They already did it right by putting it in the back. Yeah, they just persisted. So they thought, yeah, anybody can do it in the front. Yeah. Correct. And then um, I moved on to the 993 Twin Turbo, which I've got today. Still, and that, that's and a I still have that. I bought that in 2004. Sorry, oh, 993 Turbo. I offered him 100 grand for that, and he wouldn't give it to me. And a you know, 993 Twin Turbo? Yeah. Hard top or convertible? Hard top. They never came in convertible. Oh, wow. Six years ago, I offered him 100 grand for that car, and he wouldn't sell it. You know why? He goes, you wouldn't like the interior. It's got no screens. <laughs> <laughs> that's a car. That's a car. You won't sell that. You can put a screen, but no, it's stick an iPad in it. That's so I've got that, and um, of course the Cadillacs. I've got a 66 Eldorado convertible. We went through the Cadillacs last yeah, time. That's right, and the uh, 60 what Seville. The and what's outside? Oh, the Bentley. I that's do a have cool a Bentley car. Anage. That is yeah. a very cool car. I like your, that Bentley shape. I like the, the Rolls-Royce Silver Seraph. No, that's that, the car. That is worth more, unfortunately, because it was, they made very limited numbers because of those. Because it was the recession. There was like, Did, it was early Did they bring 90s. them out in Australia? Yeah. Yes, yes. But so this thing here, what's that, an Anage? Anage 05, which is the T, which is the, the go-fast version. Yeah. And uh, it's the Series 2 by Mulliner. So it's got the diamond stitching, the big Updated turbos. When you right. say, so were they done, they, they, they weren't, they were built in the UK? So Bentley's weren't very they? interesting. Yeah. Bentley was, uh, Bentley was uh, an amalgamation with, with Rolls-Royce, as you yes, know, and yes. it was owned by Vickers, which is a very large conglomerate in the UK. Not the lawnmower company. No. no. That's Victor. Oh, Victor. That's Victor. Okay. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> hey, listen. There's a lot of cross Mercedes Ute is the Navara, so you've got to check, right? <laughs> okay, you've got to yeah, check. Yeah. Vickers did tanks, right? Did they? Oh. That's why you can see okay. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So the well, Vickers like actually... Tank. They sold off the aeronautical division, so the, uh, the Rolls-Royce engines on the aeroplanes. Yeah. That was a separate division altogether. And then they wanted to sell off, um... The, um, the whole Rolls-Royce um, Bentley division, and it was a fight between BMW and Volkswagen. At the end of the day, it was the wisdom of Solomon. They carved it in half. BMW took Rolls-Royce, and Bentley took, uh, was owned by Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Now, Volkswagen wanted to freshen up the brand, give it a younger look, so they developed the Bentley Continental, which was the two-door the the coupe. Two coupe, and that was made in Germany. The what year was this? This was 2007, oh, eight. Yeah, late 2000s. Footballers, an English footballers car, but they, um, yeah. but they, they had a VW engine, the V12, the W12, W12, oh, W12, mate, yep. from the Passat, and um, they actually did, uh, and what they do, they they flat pack it, ship it to crew in in London, and then they would put the leather and the wood inside, yeah, okay, so it was and like put it together. A, it was an amalgamate. It was a Correct. collaboration. But there's the there's the there's the English Bentleys and there's the Volkswagen Bentleys. Mm. And which ones are better? Well, you know, some say that the handmade completely. Classic Bentleys. Now today, we my just heard about a handmade car five minutes ago with yeah. rubber mallets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Volkswagen one. 
the uh, the uh, the crew Bentleys are. Well, do they st- they still make the f- your of course the, they the they make it's, it's called a uh, Mulsane. Mulsane. Oh, that, that's, that's a million dollars. Isn't that's it? The uh, yeah, yeah seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, Bentley. beautiful, beautiful car. That's a cool car. Where, where the Continental Ford or what's that one called? That's called a, um, a Flying Spur. Flying Spur. Yeah, that's a German Bentley, and that's ch- that's cheaper. That's, Correct. That's the you can tell it's almost half the price. Yeah, it's a Continental Ford. Sound like you know your English cars, right? I'm going to ask you a question. Yes. I have an authority here as oh, well. Oh, there we go. You get into an old Range Rover, mm. and it, it's like being in, a, in an old BMW. Was that because they owned them for a, for a so, period of time? So BMW they, owned them at some point, yeah. um, but not old. Only recently. Yeah, not old. Recently. No, I'm so, talking like the old Vogue. No, sorry, yeah, 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 yes. The Vogue. Yeah, so like, You'll see some of the like knobs and that were all be, correct. Like they the, actually the, ran a BMW 4.4 litre engine. Okay, so the, the 4.4 Vogue has, which was called the Vogue, like the I had a Vogue. I had a Vogue supercharged. But all the interior was like the from the E46. Correct. That's right. Okay. Same nav. Same, same nav. Okay. So that, that makes sense. Yeah. And then they sold it to Tata. Tata. Who They've owned done a Jaguar. Job. They've done a fantastic job on it. I do yeah. like so it. Shit like only it. breaks once a week. Once a week. <laughs> <laughs> do you see the Easter show? Go back to the Easter show, the Range Rover display. Yeah, yeah. I thought of Ross when I saw that. I, I See how they didn't go more than 10k an hour? They were just sort of putting them up the hill and they're letting them roll down do without... Do I asked the guy how come they don't have the one with the steps in it. They've got steps in them? No, I asked them how come they don't have the car there that's got the steps. Because they don't retract. They don't go out anymore. Oh, your steps don't go out anymore. No. But does your back door open? Back door opens with the... So yesterday I was in the car and I couldn't. I was driving my wife's Range Rover and I couldn't. You nothing got, worked. You got the dashboard didn't work. Nah, car's got to go. X7. Time for an X7. It's 2020 for the one I want. How long have you owned it for now? Four months? No, no, it's not the... No, no, it's a safety feature. Yeah, Apparently, not. it doesn't work because I was what? manhandling my telephone or... What? I don't know how new it was. What, so everything shit. goes blank? Nothing worked. Nah, bullshit. Nah, that's, that's not... Awesome. Awesome. No, that's, that's part I of the guy and he goes, oh, it must have been because you were holding your phone. I went, are you sure? I said, because I know there's technology, but that's pretty... Okay, those of you who see well, ice cubes. Uh, Chris <laughs> brought us a present. Last time was cigars. What did you bring more? today, Ross? Uh, Chris? More? Yeah, one more. Ron is a Kappa Amber 12 year old rum. They make a 23 year old. Oh, you, you guys didn't so You, brought, you yeah. didn't bring a 23 year old yeah, Cuban with you. Glass. And they make an XL as well. She's over 50. <laughs> She's over. <laughs> Ron's a Kappa is a Nicaraguan rum. Nicaraguan rum. Magnificent rum. Magnificent. So the 23 year old didn't have a visa. The 23 year old didn't have a visa. It's all right. Well, cheers, everyone. Cheers, guys. Happy cheers Easter. Cheers, with my cola. Yep. So those who are listening, just went, yep. You've got Wattle Cola. I do. Beautiful. From PS40, great um, local right. brand here. They actually made a lot of mixes for cocktails, but they actually... Good. Were, yeah. Very good. So, yeah, so that's the Bentley range. You left um, out the uh, Audi, mate. I do have an Audi all right, but that's just a... All right. That's a... Yeah, it's just a... Well, plastic, wide, plastic Liberty Walk killer. So yeah, he just <laughs> takes him to all these other cars. <laughs> Motorsport news this week. Ross will be happy. What happened? The M3 won the uh, the Bathurst six hour. Oh, that was on this week. Sedan romped, romped it in. It was, well, it, was Paul, it was it was black. It might have been spare parts from Pete's car. It was Pete's car. They just put the wheels back on. And that Bathurst is no park car, so you got around the track. And the camber worked well because it's a left hand track. Yeah, it's like we've got our own motorsport news. Someone else took the uh, the green monster out on the track. You were you oh, were here. I think yeah, yeah, so. you were yeah. here. Yeah, he talked to me. Yeah, what happened? Eleven one. Which means? <laughs> I, I forgot that. I keep forgetting that Ross buys performance cars just to put wheels on. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not all about performance. It's more about looking good. It's not about going fast. Okay. Just knowing you can beat the other guys, enough for me. 
George, it's how fast is 11 1? Not fast enough. Oh, ah, there, there you go. go. Yeah, there you go. You go under a bus yeah. straight away. Oh. Did you leave it in drive? Ago, it was, no, it was in full auto mode. Sport, you put no, no, it was, in, it was in sport mode, auto. Sport That's it, self shifting. I think my Lancer back in the day, my GLI did 11 1, didn't it? I thought it was 200. This is quarter mile. Look, look, for a two ton car running full street, tyres, everything, that's. Did you take the back seats quick. and everything out? No, no, really? Left the baby spare, seats in spare there? wheel was in it, baby seats were in it, everything. No children in it? No children no, no, in it. No, no, no. They won't let me. I argued that point. I said, look, the baby seats have harnesses, so really, yeah, they're, they're safer, safer than me. But um, no, I was very happy. Do you, do you know what we need? We need to find a baby seat expert, right? Because I've got someone. I'll tell you why. I've got, I've got my kids, my five-year-old, my nine-year-old's out of a seat, my five-year-old, she's still in a seat. But over the last 10 years that I've had baby seats in the car, it really shits me that the product that you get overseas is so much better than the crap we get here. What's, where's the crap? I've looked, I've, what, what, what is it that's crap? It's, so for me to put a baby seat in front of the Australian regulations, I've got to get a seat belt and stick it in and pull a thing back. Unless you've got an ISOFIX. ISOFIX. But ISOFIX is only now, like the last year. Well, but I've got a couple of years. No, I use ISOFIX, no, but, no, but, but I'm Rob, just saying. I spoke to, I chased this up because I wanted Have the, you bought the Australian, sorry, one second. Have you purchased the Australian ISOFIX seat that Britex make? Yes. You have? Yes. So have I. Yeah. How hard was it to put in? It was a pain here. It was a fucking pain here. <laughs> <laughs> I actually rang the, I was ringing the company to see if someone could fly over to I, 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 actually don't think, I don't think you're supposed to fit it. I think you need someone that's authorised to fit it. Yeah, yeah, no, I did that. I was watching it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in your day, Chris, did you have baby seats? No, no, we yeah, had, we used to have a milk crate. It was the basket. I, I used to, yeah, go Peter. No, I drove Venus, uh, Serena Williams' baby at Wimbledon last year. Sorry, segue. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Peter Red lives whoa, whoa, whoa. in Wimbledon. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Peter Red lives, lives in Wimbledon. And he has Wimbledon, Don, 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 Con. Welcome to a full-time position. And he gets the 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 task of chauffeuring around great tennis greats. Every year, old farts who retired volunteer and we get paid a pittance to drive uh, Land Rover Discoveries and Jags for oh, the tennis players and, and the, the celebrity hangers-on. And last year I had to pick up Venus Williams' baby from her house and take it to a match, which she suffered She was lost. playing in round one, the she baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And one. Yeah. And their car seats are fantastic, but we get trained, it takes us two days of training to put, fit these car seats into the yeah, right. discoveries, but they're brilliant. Is that because you have to do it from the front door? Yeah. <laughs> Not from the back door? But, yeah, they've got all these little hooks and the like, and you just use normal seat belts. And I can't remember what brand they are, but if I could tell you, that would be your solution. Okay. But I'm doing it in two weeks. When I go back... Send a photo 40, to Chris. 40, 40, no, not two weeks. 14th of July, we start driving again. I, I looked into this when my first son was uh, born. Right, we had the capsule for the first 12 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During that time, I was looking for you know, baby sense reviews online. Which and might I add, completely fucking destroy the cars. That's right. They kill the seats on the cars. Oh, yeah. So, no, we just put a towel. Put a double folded over blanket. Mate, you put yeah, a mattress down. It, it, yeah. it would still. Because yeah, you got a, the Recaro, which was a really nice looking seat and came in different colours and everything, did not meet Australian design rules. But it does. It didn't. It doesn't have the sticker on it. You can buy one and have it brought into the country. Ladies, ladies, don't fight now. You can, you can buy one. You can buy one online. Get it shipped. Put it in your car. Do whatever you want. Anything Technically, happens. or something goes wrong, 
that that seat, the kid may as well have just really? been sitting in the back yeah. by himself. I really? think they are so, recurrent and they use it at Wimbledon. Now, yeah, the insurance yeah. issues that they've got are extraordinary, so they've got to be the best. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. The local, the, the thing I heard, because I spoke to a guy that owned a baby store out in Western Sydney. And he's very much involved, obviously, with ordering and stuff and all the suppliers. The problem here was that a lot of the seats we have here are locals, right? Of course they are. So the certification was an issue with the locals objecting to the Recaro brand coming in. This guy had been trying to be, this guy was trying to get the importation of Recaro baby seats into Australia. Because Ideal Seat in Victoria, I've asked them many times, have said, we can't, it's too hard, we just can't do it. They, they didn't want to, yeah, it got too hard. They wanted to bring it in, take on the certification and everything because they knew there was a market. And the thing was that the other guys are charging 300, 400, 500, 600 bucks for a seat. So there's a market there, people are buying them. You can get a Recaro for 400. Mate, in so, Greece, I used a Recaro. <laughs> Greece. You've got a Recaro. You use the seat in Greece. Yeah, yeah I have to. <laughs> You're a great dad. Right? Oh, good dad. They um, knew you were a tourist when they saw your kids were the only ones in a baby seat. My kids traveled, my, when my kids were younger, we, we had this thing, it was from America, which strapped onto the back of the baby seat and it turned the, the actual car seat into like a piece of luggage. So you chuck the kid in the, in the, if you've seen it, what? you throw the kid in the car seat, the car seat goes on like a, it's like a, like a dolly. You pull the handle up like a, like a, pull like a bag. You pull, pull the two it. kids along the, along the airport. When you get on the plane, already approved, you ring them and you say, I'm bringing the car seat on the plane. Forget about the... What about the x-ray machine? Do the kids go through... No, no, you take them out. Oh. But when you get on the plane, you literally put this thing on the back of the seat, get the seat belt from the, from the plane around the back of the car seat, strap, strap it, it down tight, and guess what the kid's hitting in? He's vomit-stained car seat, car seat with, a, with a harness. The kid doesn't go anywhere on a plane. But yeah, no, those seats are brilliant. Well, actually, Porsche has sold that solution. Have you ever seen the back of a Porsche? Yeah, there's no Perfect. seats at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. There are seats, but you know, there's no room for legs. Under, under, under two year olds, basically, and it fits snugly. Yeah? Two right. plus two, they're called, aren't they? Two Vo plus two. The yeah. Volvo two plus XC90 two has a built in booster seat. Got booster seats. Yes. Have you seen yes. the Rolls Royce Cullinan? Yes. Who has two seats in the back of your picnic table? Folds out. Well, the Range Rover's got that. It's called. Car it's seats called. Ready for it? Blow up. It's called. Like an airbag. What's it called? Right? Put them underneath the seat, put them in a glove box, Entertainment, put it in the back, blow it up, um, and spectator through it. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, for, I'm, I'm actually glad because the Book. boys are at an age now where they're Driving. pretty much in August. <laughs> yeah, no! I've met your no. son, he yeah. drives. Yeah. Yeah. Drive better than all of us. I believe yeah. Peter Rennes' daughters have driven uh, yeah, a car yeah. illegally. We did the yeah. kit, no, no, no we illegally. did private property. Oh, we did... Uh, in Mexico. In Greece. What about you, Greece? Peter, just a bit of your car history. I mean, you bashed windscreens in at Leyland. What, what happened from there? Oh, well, that was be I was a motorbike boy then. Oh, wow. Okay. I had a Bridgestone 360 GTR motorcycle just before Bridgestone broke the rules in, in Did Japan. they make bikes? Did they? They, yeah. Yeah. they used to make tyres and airplane parts. And motorbike, and Bridgestone they, motorbikes. They motorcycles. My first motorcycle was a Bridgestone 90. I'd never ridden a bike before. In Australia? I bought it in Goldman Street in Sydney. Wow. We rode back across the Harbour Bridge. Never heard of that, such a bike. Two yeah, strokes. Cool. And the Bridgestone 360 GTR was higher than a Triumph um, uh, Tiger 100 at the time. Nought to 60 in 3.5 seconds. That's miles, not 60 miles. Not to 60, uh, yeah, miles an hour. Yeah. Not to Which 60 is about, yeah, 3.7 seconds. 3.5 So just seconds. a little bit faster than Hal's. Yeah. Come on, uh, come on. But anybody who was behind you, you'd lose them. 
blew so much smoke. Oh. Really? You know, in, a, in a straight line, absolutely fantastic bike. But like Kawasaki's later on, turn, corners, um, you know, they're not made for corners. No, okay. You know, how you get around. But that went so is Bridgestone a British bike? Or? British? No, Japanese. Japanese, yeah, made by the Taycan. But they broke some, some regulations to do with export or import or something like okay. that. And the Japanese government said, right, motorcycles are shut down. So that was about 1967, 66, 67, Bridgestone went out of motor motorcycles. Oh, I then enough. bought a standard Vanguard, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Know, which had big, four big pots, and I bought it for $100. And the second the week I had days, it, it was yeah. a bit sluggish. That was new from the dealer. <laughs> it'd still go up, up Eastern Valley Way, but wow. it was a bit sluggish. And I, I lifted the bonnet and it had two. Oh, they did make it. It had uh, a spark plug lead had fallen off. It was only running on three. But oh, they were wow. so big, it went boom, 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 Didn't matter. And I went from there to magnificent Toyota Corolla in 1967. <laughs> Put a hot dog mo muffler on it that went twice as fast. And I what I go from there. You went Corollas to? Um, a Valiant, uh, Chrysler Valiant. Hemi there from some Greek. My mate bought a, the Hemi. Oh, the Hemi. The, yeah. the uh, fuel tank on both sides. Okay. Absolutely. We used to, we were in the Air Force at the time then. Drive from Sydney to Melbourne and that in world you have to fill up time. both tanks? Yeah. I need to fill up both sides. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. You yeah. tanks. Pull yeah. up to the server and you go, which sides are yeah. on? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> both sides. Jags, Jags did that as well. Yeah, Jags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ex-Jagses. Yeah, they did. So I went for those and then I went, to, you know, moved to the UK and then I, I bought my first porker. I, so Being kind of Porsche, of course. My girlfriend gave me, uh, I woke up in the morning yeah, on my birthday, she said, your birthday present's outside. Look outside and there's a, a black Targa Supersport. Oh, it was a 3.2 litre. That on, was the biggest. Hang on, hang on. Your girlfriend <coughs> bought you a Porsche for your <coughs> birthday. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I can't believe this, but it was a rent. So I had, oh. it, I had it for two days. Still, I mean, that's pretty but good. It was, oh, no, it wasn't worth that proposal. This, this, this in the UK no, now. But he drove it to Australia and yeah. it was fine. It was it was fine. fine. She lost the point. And that was it. I, unfortunately, it cost me shit size of money because I bought Porsches after that. And then I bought a white... In the UK. What year was that? In the UK. Yeah. That was... Mid-80s? 88. Because I love the 77, 78, 78 targets. Oh. Yeah. They went right up wide, to 89. Wide body. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah. And um, there was a Linda Lusardi. Have you ever heard of her? She was a no. famous Page 3 girl in the in Sounds the like year a car. Point. I love a she Linda Lusardi. She ended up with this car. <laughs> same, same car. The only Page 3 girl I know is yeah. Sam Fox, but anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> much better story. than Sam Fox. And a bit long time before Sam Fox. And then after that, uh, the 993. Um, you did? Targa. 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 Oh, so you like the Targas? Or was it just the start of it? Well, the 903 Targa was a glass roof Targa. That's right. It was the first, the correct. I had one of those. Style. Do you know Black how the Targas came out? Because they thought in America they, they to get out of the law, around the laws. They were going to ban convertibles, Correct. and they didn't end up banning convertibles. They created the target top. Yeah. Actually, Pete, that's a very good point. Porsche made a lot of cars in their in their lineup based on American standards. Yeah. Well, and both, both of those were wonderful. The, the first one, the white one, which was what? what your your, your 3.2 litre, that 3 was a pre 964 yeah. 911, which is uh, nowadays between eighty dollars and $150,000. I took my son climbing in Wales. I used to do mountain climbing and rock climbing in Wales and Scotland. You mountain women too, as well? And I took him. <laughs> I love it. 
Yes, I did, as opposed to you. He is great, after all. I'm not in any half yours to Ireland's greatest one, buddy. Never been there. I love that car so much. So, reason I stayed away. My son in it had come over to visit me from Australia, and we're going climbing in Snowdonia. And we were late leaving London and we were belting through the back end of, of Wales up near Telford and across the top before you come down into the mountain area. And I was screaming along these black country roads, no, no lights of course, and I went into this left-hander. And I was doing about 80 when I went in, miles an hour. For your first and, bullshit? And it just got tighter and tighter. And I'd, I'd learnt my lesson. In the car, yeah, the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I to on the left hander at 80. And, <laughs> and on the right hand side, there was nothing like a thousand foot drop. Oh, shit. But, I, but it was such. I just it had more and more. I just kept putting my foot down more and more, and a bit more, and it hung on like hell. And I'm here today. <laughs> I'm here today. And if it hadn't been, well, <laughs> if I backed off like a pussy, then I wouldn't be here today. Yeah, I have, the the correct, I have yeah. my, my 9 and 3 turbos all wheel drive. Yeah. yeah, of course, you need it. <laughs> and he still wiped it out in, in Goldman Street or somewhere. Ball tyres, ball tyres. Oh, yeah, okay, tyres. Yeah. Yeah. But the 993 tires, after that, that was beautiful. I, I regret selling that. Still one of the favourite Porsches now for collectors. Because the 993? 993. Last of the air cool. Last air cool. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like it? No. Uh, no, no taste. There's no screens. No screens. You want a 992? We're going to look at those next week. Yeah, we'll wait. No, no, no. I like the older. It's good we've got nostalgia Porsche this week. Yeah. Next, uh, week new next week we're going to look at the new 911s. Wow. Yeah, I was yeah. there at the announcement uh, Porsche uh, Centre at South Sydney. Well, I was there with the deposit. Whoa. No, it's bullshit. <laughs> 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 we had my deposit for these men. We just can't talk out. <laughs> Receipts. <laughs> Cheap Porsche, twenty thousand. We've got a couple of cheap bikes down here. I noticed. Oh, there were. There's yeah. a few bikes. We didn't talk about yeah. the bikes. The bikes are. What um, bikes are they, Chris? Shed X. They're a uh, aftermarket on Ducati. Absolute monsters. So is it a race bike? The, yeah, there's a road bike behind it. There was a, one's a race bike. There's a road so bike. They look like the bike you. You, the guy, the person that buys, doesn't know how to ride a motorbike. Rides to the cafe, has his coffee, gets on and rides back. This is not a cat. This is a real it's cafe. A real, that's a real. This is a real. Not the cafe. The people bike, who come the to this cafe. cafe ride cars and bikes. Drive cars. Okay, we'll take this away from you. That's enough. No more rum, Chris. So you need some vintage bikes in here, though. We do, but yeah. we're not a bike place. You know, that's Deus, Deus Ex Machina. They're uh, they're further down the road. Yeah, they're they're, yeah. A, they're a cafe racer sort of thing. Actually, we're sort of modelling ourselves on them because they're um, a great place, a great destiny, yeah. um, destination, I should say. And uh, they've got a great cafe there, paraphernalia. They opened up in Venice Beach. Did they? They've opened up yeah. in many places around the world. Venice Beach, Japan, Thailand, Bali, and then they went to Milan. And Milan is the capital of bikes in the world, as you know, Ducati, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And uh, Dare Jennings, who owns um, and was the, uh, the inventor of Mambo, Mambo yeah. Um, he uh, he was there, and some Italian suited up, very nice gentleman came in and said, uh, "Who owns this place?" He goes, "Well, I do." He goes, "Well, I want to buy it. Well, it's not for sale. Well, I don't care what you say. I want to buy it." I said, and he ended up buying thirty percent of it. And uh, he was the CEO of Louis Vuitton Miami Hennessy. Oh, that's what's his name? Husband? Yeah. What's his name? Oh, yeah. uh, Salma Hayek. Oh, it wasn't him. Oh. Was, yeah, oh, yeah but, uh, that's a love at first sight. That one wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not fair, George. Dust till dawn. <laughs> 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 
Oh, yeah, that's, that's, lady, yeah. Actually, no, the first half of that movie was great. Yeah. Until she got a year off and then all, it just went all crazy. You haven't seen it? No. You're going to watch it? You're going to watch it. Yeah. From Dust Till Dawn? Dust Till yeah. Dawn. Yeah. Great movie. We'll watch it after this. <laughs> my, my wife went to see it by accident. She thought it was some romantic thing. So oh, yeah, it was. It, sta- it starts off with Tarantino. It's almost like a road trip. Tarant- yeah. Tarantino violence and then it turns into a vampire. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's like, and then yeah. Selma Hayek was the cause yeah. of it all. Yeah. When she started dancing. Well, there you go. Well, Chris, thank you for having us. At great to have you here, guys. Always great to have you here. And um, next time we'll go to the storage and check out those. Well, the house the keys. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. We uh, don't allow people to go into the storage. It's a private place, and people want to keep their cars away from prying eyes. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, because there's uh, so some no rare wa- cars is there a there. sign there? No wives allowed? Is that no, what you're no, no, not at all. Oh, okay. Wives can have their cars there. There are none at the moment. But <laughs> <laughs> no tax man. No, no. It's like you were trying to crack that female market. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But, well, um, thank you guys. That's pretty great to have you here. So on anything about blood, Chris? I mean, look again. You know, we've got some great coffee here. We're, we're coffee aficionados. Cars are here. We're just a chill, relaxed atmosphere. Talk cars all day long. Come on, and uh, we've got a nice deck out here. You can smoke a cigar. Have a beer. Outside. Yep. We are looking at version 2.0. Uh, we seem to be running out of space here, so um, we're looking at uh, how we can retool ourselves into a bigger place. That's right. We'll look up collector cars with a K. With a K. And um, it's a great place here. We, we plugged it a few times when we first started. But, um, yeah, thanks. And, Peter, thank you for coming along and giving us some insight. Flying about out from the UK. From flying out from the UK. Yeah. Spewing yeah. And rubber mallets and windscreens. Yeah. <laughs> so follow us on Instagram and Facebook and email us on alltalk at outlook.com.au. Download us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Shout Engine and CastBox. And remember to rate us and review us. But, um, very yeah. important. So everyone have a good Easter. Thank you very much. And um, we'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.